Hi, and welcome to a new episode of The Walk. I'm Father Roderick, and this is the first episode at the beginning of springtime. And uh, the weather is spring-like. There is sunshine, clouds, but also blue sky, and several trees that I see in my neighborhood here are already uh, carrying beautiful white or a pink blossom. Also, the daffodils are coming up, beautiful yellow colors. We had the uh, snow, what do you call them? The snow, snow droplets or whatever. These little tiny white flowers in the winter. And uh, the, only, the only thing that reminds me that it is still the beginning of spring is the temperature. It's, uh, it's chilly. There's quite a bit of wind. And it's a cold wind. But it's probably just the last remnant of the winter season. I'm on my way to the bank, uh, which is on the other side of the town. Uh, and this has to do with uh, some accounting that I did this morning. Every once in a while I go to parishes to, uh, to talk. Talk about uh, the future of our church and how we can build that future using media, social media, television. And I tell the stories that I also write about in my book, Geek Priest. And there's a Dutch version that is even more recent. And so I always take a, a box with books with me because experience tells me that people, once they get a taste of, <laughs> of these adventures, they want to know more, they want to hear more. And so I always take some books with me that I, uh, that I sell there. And then I don't keep that money for myself. I have pre, prepaid um, the books. So I, I buy them from, uh, from the publisher. And then I, I buy them for the um, author's rate, which is, I think, 60%, I think, of the final uh, selling price. And the price, prices are fixed. I cannot change them. But it means that uh, uh, every time I, I sell one book, I have a small margin of profit of 40%, um, which I don't keep for myself. That goes to, to SQPN. Um, but <laughs> the problem is uh, I ha still have to sell every single book. And so people give me uh, the money in cash. And over time, that adds up. Across the road here, because I want to walk uh, in this nice green circle around the uh, the older city of Amersfoort because it's green and the trees are starting to to uh, to wake up from their winter sleep um, so over time I've gathered just a, a large amount of, of, of small cash and uh, I had to do all these calculations for you know what did I pay for the book and how how much profit that I make from selling it and then I have to make sure that that gets transferred to uh, the European bank account of SQPN um, so this morning I was I felt like Scrooge McDuck <laughs> I was just sitting there with the, just counting money which is really a horrible thing um, as a child I would I dream about uh, you know being as rich as as uh, Scrooge I think it's Scrooge McDuck in in, in English <laughs> being able to swim in a pile of money 
Um, and now that I'm older, I'm thinking, you know what? My ideal in life is the opposite. <laughs> I don't want to have stuff. I, I want to get rid of stuff and live a simple life that doesn't cost much because, well, you don't need much to be happy. And so uh, this was a bit of my Lenten penance to uh, count that money and get rid of it as soon as I can. Um, and it's part of um, my more uh, general Lenten effort this year to simplify, to declutter, to get rid of uh, a lot of the... also the, the just the administrative stuff that has been piling up. It's like the paper version of, of, of Inbox Zero. Uh, I, I just want to make sure that once I walk away from home to Spain, I leave a clean, simple, empty house behind. I've always, one of my ideals is... You, you hear a lot about... Uh, break-ins these days and people getting robbed especially while they're away and uh, of course that's always uh, troublesome when that happens and can be uh, frustrating and traumatizing even because you feel like your personal privacy has been invaded, you don't feel safe anymore Um, but I've always thought you know, what, what would happen uh, what would I do if that would happen to me? If, if they would break into my house and steal stuff, and I've always, I always think back of this priest that I knew in Belgium, very nice guy, um, and uh, one of those rare people um, that lives a super simple life, um, is super generous, doesn't keep anything for himself, and. I remember uh, staying at his place uh, while I was still in seminary, and he got robbed. While he was saying Mass in one of his many parishes, um, they broke into his home and they stole some money and some some furniture, I think. And, uh, and he told me, you know what? Good for them. They probably needed it more than I did. And you know, gives me a reason to pray for them. And he was actually almost elated that they broke into his home. And he didn't have much. He lived a very poor life. Uh, at least poor in terms of stuff. Very rich spiritually. And I've always remember. I've always, you know, carried that memory with me. That one day I'd like to live like that. Carefree. Um, unconcerned by... You know, material stuff. And of course, sometimes you have to attend to the material side of life. You have to pay your bills. You have to, you know, make sure that you are not in debt and everything. But it, it's it, that's that's kind of like that everybody has to do that. But you, you, people have a tendency, and me too, to overload our, our life with stuff that we don't need, but we still worry about. And... Uh, one of my ideals would be that if they ever break into my house, um, I'd be totally fine with that. <laughs> you know, because there wouldn't be anything of value in there. Uh, and one of the one of the ways in which I try to get to that state of life is by making sure that every month I I get rid of things that are cluttering up my life and that are causing more trouble than they're worth. And so getting rid of my possessions 
and the things that I don't really need is an ongoing quest, but I don't think I tell you anything new. But sometimes you are confronted with these choices where it starts to hurt a little bit because it's easy to get rid of things that you've never touched for, for years. That's the easy part. But when it comes to decisions about things that you do enjoy, but they're more on the level of, of want than on the level of need, it can get more tricky. One of those decisions that I'm facing right now is what do I do with this subscription that I have to my local theater? You know, I'm a movie fan and I love to talk about movies and I review movies on my, on my show. And with that in mind, I was very happy to get this big movie theater in, in Amersfoort and that they would offer this uh, subscription model where it wouldn't really matter how many movies you, you would watch uh, because you, play, you, you pay a flat fee. And when the theater just opened, there were a lot of movies that I watched and that I enjoyed, and you had the whole Marvel series, and every, every year you'd get at least two Marvel movies, and then the Disney movies, you'd, yeah, Star Wars, Star Trek... Lots and lots of movies that I enjoy. Many of which were also in 3D, which is even more expensive than a regular visit to the theater. And so I was pretty happy. But last year, and even part of the year before that, I, I added up the number of times that I had been able to go to the movies. And it turns out that I barely broke even. So the, the subscription, subscription itself is, I think, about 25 euros per month. That's a lot of money. But then again, if you go to the movies twice, that's already you already break even because well, that's movie the, movie tickets are, are expensive. Um, but lately, I just noticed that I feel almost guilty that I don't go to the movies. It's like having this uh, gym membership, and I know that <laughs> this is the case with a lot of people. You get a, a gym membership at the beginning of the year. You're full of energy, full, full, very motivated to go to the gym. Actually, it may have been one of the reasons for people to get that gym subscription. So it would be almost uh, an extra incentive to go and, and, and to go to the gym. But that's how I, fe- I felt about this movie subscription. I don't have the time to go to the movies or the energy. It's, it's, it's both. Nor is it as much of a priority anymore because um, thanks to the, uh, the advent of, of Netflix and the, um, also Amazon Prime is starting to, to, uh, to rise, not to mention that a lot of the Blu-rays and DVDs have become so cheap. You can get a pretty recent movie for just a few bucks. That there is an incredible amount of of material that I can watch in the comfort of my home and I can easily take two or three days to watch one movie. I don't have to sit it out in, in, one, in one go. Um, and uh, even the 3D stuff, now that the PlayStation VR has this ability to play 3D Blu-rays, you're actually watching like an IMAX-sized screen which is more comfortable and better quality than the 3D projection in my own theater, more or less. 
And so I'm really starting to feel guilty that I am paying this big amount of money every month and I'm not using it up. It's, it's, it doesn't serve, serve um, a purpose anymore. But it's always this, this kind of question of, well, but what if the next Star Wars movie comes out in December and I want to watch it ten times? You know, that, would, that alone would be the cost of this monthly subscription. So it's, but then the next question I have to ask myself, if I'm perfectly honest, is, is it necessary to go watch one Star Wars movie 10 times? I do that because I have this subscription. But would I, in other circumstances, do that? Would I spend so much money on just one movie? Probably not. And so the more I think about it, the more I'm thinking, I should get rid of that subscription. It's, it's, uh, uh, I, I can no longer justify it. It's not a huge amount if you can compare this to, you know, all the other expenses in my life and also the how much I'm economizing because I just live a pretty frugal life for, in, in other aspects. But still, just looking at this expense, this month, monthly expense, I'm thinking perhaps it's, it's time to say farewell to that. And then, of course, once you step out of it, you get this administrative thing that you can't immediately kind of resubscribe. They want to avoid uh, people. To, they want to avoid that people only subscribe in the months that there is a, there are a lot of cool movies. Um, but anyway, I think it's time. I've also gone through the list of other subscriptions, and there are many that I don't really use. I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, Blinkist. Blinkist is um, another subscription service where they summarize popular books. And instead of having to read the entire book, you, you get like a 15-minute rundown of the essentials. And it's, it's high quality. It's a really nice app. And um, I've enjoyed it quite a bit in the past. But again, I'm noticing that lately, I don't really read that much on Blinkist anymore. And if I start up the app, yes, I always find something to read and it's, it's interesting. It's not that expensive. But again, looking at my patterns that have changed, I am, I'm, I'm spending my, my time more now just reading full books on, on my Kindle or listening to audiobooks while I'm walking. But I just don't have this... This is no longer part of my daily routine to go and, and, and read a summary of a book every day, which I used to do for a while. So again, it is... I don't know how much that is per year, 60 bucks or something, but it's still 60 bucks, you know? All these little uh, expenses add up over time. Let me give you another example. Um, I have a subscription to... Spotify. Um, that one I'm going to keep because I know that I'm listening to Spotify several hours per day and I'm still grandfathered in via one of their lower rates from the past um, and so I only pay five bucks a month and I get unlimited access to everything they have uh, and it's good quality and it's very enjoyable. It's definitely worth the money to me 
and it's only five bucks. Um, what else did I have? Uh, gosh, I've got a subscription to... Oh, games. Let's talk games. Uh, there, there are a lot of MMORPGs that I enjoy playing. The one I think that I've played for the longest time is Lord of the Rings Online because I love the fact that I can walk around in Middle-earth and visit all these places that you normally just read about. And I had the smart idea years and years and years ago when this game came out to get a lifetime subscription, which means you pay a pretty hefty amount of money uh, at first and then for the rest of the duration of the game, as long as it's online, you'll have free access to everything it offers. Um, so that doesn't cost me much. But then I discovered World of Warcraft. And by golly, did I, do I enjoy that game. It's not I did not just enjoy this game. I do enjoy it. It's a very kind of low... Low energy, well, not low energy, it's low, low effort uh, RPG. It's one of the oldest, of course. But it has the advantage of, of being one of those games that you could just play for an hour. and uh, it's, it's easy to get into, easy to step out of. So it's, it's very nice every once in a while to just walk around in that big universe. And uh, Terry from the Netherlands has given me a lot of the... Um, uh, of, of his his library, his World of Warcraft library to read. Um, so I've got a number of books that explain more of the background and the mythology. And I, I love just it's a it's a great universe. I like it. But then that one is a per month fee to be able to play it. You can play the first few levels for free. But as soon as it gets serious, you have to pay. And that is again. It's not a big amount of money, but it's still a monthly sum that you have to pay. And I subscribed to it a while ago, I think when the movie came out. And recently I, ju- I, I just remembered, oh, wait a minute, I'm still paying for that every month, but I haven't played this for, for at least three months. And it's not that I dislike it, it's not that I don't want to play anymore, but it's, again, it's like I'm paying money for something that is no longer part of my of, of my gaming routine, there are so many other games that I enjoy playing, and they they don't cost me a monthly fee. So again, it's just let's get rid of it. It adds up. Um, There's another game that I recently remembered that I was still paying for. What was it again? It's not Star Trek Online. It's not The Elder Scrolls Online. Something else. Well, it doesn't really matter. But anyway, so I'm going through my expenses. And one of the reasons that I didn't notice that I was still paying for these monthly um, uh, subscriptions was that uh, in order to subscribe, you need to use your credit card. Um, I I guess you can also pay via PayPal, but that's kind of complicated. And I'm not a big fan of of PayPal. PayPal. Um, So I use my credit card. And then every month... I get like a general overview of of the money that I spend via the credit card, but you don't get a specification. Um, you have to go into a separate part of the website, I think, to see what 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 the credit card was charged for. And so I just didn't notice it. <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, well, it's Lent. This is the time to go into detail. And there is this saying in the Netherlands. Uh, about small things you know if you're not worth the small things you know you're not worth taking care of the big things 
it's kind of what Jesus says in the gospel. You know, he who is, um, he who is faithful in the small things will be entrusted to bigger things or something like that. Anyway, it's the same idea. Um, it's not because it's small money, it's not much money, that you shouldn't uh, keep an eye on that. And it's, it's economics as well, because if you add up all the small things, you can save hundreds and hundreds of dollars. These small expenses all add up. And then if you combine that with your responsibility, for, let's, let's keep it to my, uh, let, let me apply that to my own situation. When I hear about the hunger in Africa, in those countries where, unfortunately, the people in power use all the resources of their country to buy weapons and to to continue their internal conflicts, whereas the population is starving. And I, I hear about these uh, charity organizations that go in and bypass the corrupt government and helping these people survive um, and helping with schools so that, you know, perhaps a new generation can break the cycle of violence and, and, uh, and, and, and corruption. I'm thinking, you know, again... I cannot really look myself in the eyes in, in the mirror and 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 tell myself that I'm spending hundreds of dollars on services or euros on on things that I don't use that don't add re- real value to my life. And, I, and with those hundreds of euros, I could help people that are literally dependent on help to survive, to live children, elderly, parents, so many people that are just like you and I live in a different part of the world, not because they they had any choice in that. And so I feel it's a responsibility to be a good steward of the things that, that I have and the money that I have. Um, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say that you can never spend money on things that are not essential to life uh, you know there, there's nothing wrong with some entertainment and spending some money on food and not everything has to be um, tied to a specific purpose there is margin but it's all about um, having the eye for the detail that if, if you don't even use it then you're basically just you're, you're throwing money down the toilet and that that is I think a problem so it's always trying to find that balance of what do I do with money and how much time do I have and uh, hello (laughs) this is a seller of street news Um, so the homeless people many of the homeless people uh, can set up their own little small business where they sell these uh, weekly newspapers and with the money that they first have to buy the um, newspapers themselves and then they can sell them. It's basically what I do with my book. Um, and so I do have money on me, uh, but the thing is it's not my money. It's the money that I'm bringing to the bank. By the way, I'm almost there. So in my in my bag here... Can you hear that? That's that's a small that's a change the small money that I have, and I also have uh, some paper money, and I have to um, bring that here to the bank, and I'll have I'll put it in a machine that will count it, 
and then at least I'll be I'll be rid of that <laughs> and we can use that to continue our our work uh, our media work so that would be my my tip for for this week um, if you have a bit of time go through your monthly expenses and ask yourself is this still something I use am I not throwing money away and even if it's the small things make make an effort to 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 do, to make some changes it will benefit you financially it could even benefit others if you give the the money away, away that you would normally spend on stuff that is no longer of any use or any value to you and uh that's it i will talk to you next time this is a short episode of the break <laughs> but also check out tridio.com for other uh, episodes of, of the various podcasts and videos. Um, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube page. I'm, I'm doing quite a bit of uh, streaming of, of um, streaming of, of some of the video games that I've uh, that I've been playing, which is a lot of fun. It's a very relaxed atmosphere, and it's basically the, the game is a pretext to connect with people and to to chat and to form friendship, and that's uh, that's a lot of fun. So if you're into gaming, you may want to check that out as well. It's all on youtube.com slash fatherroderick. And I will t- talk to you next time. Take care and God bless. <laughs>